All right, Hayden. How it's been like what a month? I think. Yeah, it's been some time. I I think it started when I I think it honestly was like early May when I got the new puppy and she's just was so much work. Oh, and you got that's a new right. Job. Yes. And so like every time we would like think about recording, I remember like I had to get off because I didn't know what she was doing. Like if she was sitting on the floor, if she was biting an electric wire. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it could have been both. And so then she was. Sh- <laughs> I was working graveyards and sleep was very hard to come by mm. resetting a sleep schedule oh yeah when did so. you s- what's your schedule now um i don't even think i've talked to you about your new job i know you got like it's like security and i don't even know like when you start or yeah so exactly you do um for the first like well what is it two and a half weeks i was doing like nine thirty to five thirty, like nine thirty at night to five thirty in the morning oh damn okay um which wasn't too bad besides trying to sleep during the day, which is weird. That's like a full eight hour. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it is just hard to try and find a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but now I'm on days, so. Oh, so you don't work, you're not doing graveyard? Not anymore. Anymore? It kind of oh, okay. throws me off a lot. So, like, what, do you work, like, six to four, or like... Um, it is, it is 6.30 to, um, what would that be? Six, it's like 6.40, 6.30. It's a 10 hour shift. So. Oh, it's like, oh, did yeah. you work today? Uh, no, not today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what exactly is the job? Like where, like. You don't have to say where it is. I'm just like curious, like what exactly you do. Um, so I work on a patrol. So I'm okay. in Northeast Portland, and I patrol like six or eight buildings throughout the day. So I like drive oh. around, make sure there's no graffiti or people loitering or like the homeless camping outside these homes and do you have or, like, like a patrol properties. car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's basically what I do. Uh, Portland's got a pretty bad homeless crisis on their hands. Yeah, so. like I went to. Well, it's not even just in Portland. Like uh, I was taking them. Like me and my aunt took my mom to a clinic for like a little like checkup from the doctor, mm-hmm. and we had the. It's like on. It's off Gleason, and like I don't know if that's like Portland or that like is Portland. Por- that's Happy Northeast Valley. Portland. Yeah. Oh, that is, is that like where you're at. Or? Yeah, and that is okay. one of the worst places it is because there's a there's a clinic there that's by a mac station and mm-hmm. as well as the a fred meyer and like literally there was like a random car just blocking the parking lot into yeah. the clinic so my mom had to like hop out in the street and go in yeah and like it's what i, I don't even know like a solution like it's sad because like, you see these people and you're like oh they're down their luck but it's also like you don't know like the- homeless people are kind of unpredictable so exactly that that is the one of the most dangerous and craziest things about it is that they're so unpredictable. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them aren't down on their luck, mm-hmm. you know, being homeless, living in a tent and begging for money is their easiest way to get a high. Well, it's all, yeah, it's like I, there are some that really are homeless and have role. Yes. Like, you know, we're un- unlucky but a lot of them like you said even if they didn't start out that way are addicts whether with opioids or even amphetamines which are actually yeah, like if you find like a homeless person on amphetamine like that's scary because they're very very unpredictable and they're very hostile yeah, um i easily triggered unfortunately i deal with the the ones that are high um, the ones that aren't down on their luck and they're attempting to steal stuff, break mm. into areas, like it's really, like you said, unpredictable and you have to be very, very careful. We well, also like, you don't want to escalate it either. Right? Well, and you that's, be careful. That's like, the thing. Really tricky. Like is the de-escalation through trying to talk to someone who their cognitive function is not mm-hmm. like not even 50%. Well, it's also, like, it's almost like you have to talk them down, but then, yeah. like, you don't... I Did you get any training on how, even how to deal with no, that sort of situation? No, Yeah, exactly. So, like, 
it's i haven't had any bad situations to where i had to call the police but yeah there have been there was many situations where they ask you for something like they'll ask hey you got a lighter or a cigarette and it's like no i don't smoke and then they freak out on you because they think you're lying to them Mm -hmm. or i had one homeless person threatened to stab me in the throat with their screwdriver because I wouldn't loan them my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And it's very, and it's very difficult to assess situations that are like that. Cause it's like, what do you do? This guy looks like he really wants to murder me because he wants to steal my phone. Or I don't trust him. Yeah. Yeah. There's other people around, which luckily I think that's the reason why he didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, you know how he's not functioning very well. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's crazy because no sane person, no sane person says that kind of thing. Well, no one has experience with that either, too, no. especially nowadays. It's like, what do you say to that? Like, you, he could just literally be trying to threaten you so that he could use your phone. But also, you're just like, well, this guy looks crazy. Yeah. He might be a meth addict. I have no idea what he's going to do to me. Like, I... But then also, like, I'm not giving him my fucking phone. No. Like, <laughs> no. And there was um, another situation where I got called to a Winco parking lot. Mm-hmm. Where they were like, hey, we got a guy out here, like, kicking the fence and, like, kicking cars. And he's, like, really scaring people. Can you, like, come get him out of here? It's like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll be there in, like, five minutes. Because, you know, I got to drive there and stuff. Yeah. I get there, and the dude is, like, f- freaking it. <laughs> and I get up there and try to talk to him, and I notice a needle sticking out of his arm. Like, one of those... Uh-huh. One of those port... Like a hypodermic? Or- well, like, the needles that the state is giving them oh like the okay uh because like they can just go to a clinic like one of those rehab clinics and just get drugs they'll get clean needles so that they don't yeah well there's drugs inside of them oh they actually get like yes drugs to use yeah i thought it was just huh yeah it's crazy and like he's got it sticking out of his arm and it's like Okay, now I know that this guy is high, mm-hmm. and he obviously doesn't know that there's a needle sticking out of his arm, mm-hmm. and it's just like trying to talk with them in a way, because they don't respect authority, and they don't yeah. want to, so you almost have to come at a position of, hey man, I'm not authority, I'm just talking with you. Yeah, you have to go, like, almost really casual, right? Yeah. Like, just be like, hey, man, what's up? Like, exactly. And it's like, even then, they freak out and they're like, what the fuck do you want? I'm not doing nothing. And it's like, well, you know, you're scaring people. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's just, I don't think people would know the magnitude of the issues until they're in that position trying to deal with these people. Well, even, like... I don't get up close like you do, but I've had, like, working retail, like, we have get homeless people coming in or around the store. Like, there was a guy in the parking lot who, like, first off, he, like, tried to open this front door when it was locked before we were opening. Yeah. And, like, I think he was making, he, like, breathed really weird. It sounded like a, like a animal was, like, barking at the front Mm -hmm. of the door, but it was just this guy. Yeah. And then he was putting up what looked like pornographic magazine like pages on the other stores and my manager's car like putting them on there like gluing them to his car i'm like what the fuck are you doing and you call the police like they did like just being like hey there's a guy here like a non-emergency number not like 911 and they're like oh yeah we know him he always seems he's probably just high and having a mental episode so like, oh, it, are you gonna send anyone to like they can't take care of him? Well, exactly. Like it's not vi- like it's technically like, what do you do? Like it's it's a ment- this guy's having a mental crisis. It's not a yeah. criminal, and but they don't have anyone to deal with them. the The worst part is is that they can't do anything because yeah. they're not committing a crime, and the police. 
like these people I'm trying to say it in a way because I've been saying it in a way of disgust because I have to deal with these people so I'm trying mm-hmm. not to say it in a way of being pissed off yeah <laughs> it's tough though because you're put in those uncomfortable positions because of the way they're acting yeah and so it's because it makes you feel uncomfortable and so you don't have a good yeah and I'm trying to come at it a way of oh wow this guy is in a position of authority and he doesn't respect these people and it's like really Mm -hmm. it's hard to respect these kind of people with the way they Mm -hmm. treat every human being they interact with Yeah, and for somebody doing that it you feel like you're in a dangerous situation yet the police can't put their hands on them Mm-hmm. So it's like you just let them do their thing. It's weird though sometimes because in the case of the guy at my work, wouldn't putting like posters, especially pornogra- like pornographic posters on buildings be considered vandalism or some sort of, well, maybe not van- like loitering or not loitering, but you know it, what I mean? Like yes. some sort of defamation of property and such like that. It... See, I don't know the laws as well Um, because something like that is okay is it really vandalism when you can just pull it down true like it's not spray paint yeah and even if it was spray paint I mean just hire somebody to clean it up Mm -hmm. you know take a power washer and spray it off whatever he's not like breaking windows yeah Um, yeah I mean it's it's hard because we've we've given these people like I like you have said in the past is I don't think the government should tell anyone what they can and can't put in their body yeah but with the small like the legalization of drugs for the rehab centers and stuff like that to give to Mm -hmm. these people it is so easily abused by these homeless people because you go to rehab and you're like, oh, I'm an addict and, you know, you get your loads of drugs and who's to say they're not handing it out to their buddies or selling it to other homeless people. And they actually give them, like, they give them legitimate, like, heroin or drugs because I thought it was just that they would give them, like, clean needles for their, whatever they were using. I don't know because I haven't been to those rehab centers, but okay. looking at the the people I deal with and the needles and drugs you find on the ground in parking lots, it's hard to tell why all of this is out here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so prevalent now. Um, like it's it's just crazy. Like, well, I don't really know the solution either. Like I've well, heard there's, there's not, talk about like what is well, the I've heard solution? there's talk about they're giving like for the at least the mess like the, there's an idea of like paying the homeless to actually clean up their own mess. So like there's an incentive to not like just throw trash everywhere, but I don't know how much that would actually do. But and then the drug problem's a whole other story. The homeless so. or I've actually learned that the PC term is houseless person. Because home is where the heart is. Hmm. That is the reasoning. So it's houseless person. (laughs) Um, And the the camps they make on sidewalks because it's public property, even though it's right next to the U.S. Bank or something. Mm -hmm. Like you can't do anything because it's public property. Mm -hmm. And you know, I. There has been situations with houseless people that I will never be able to unsee within <laughs> two and a half weeks. And it's like, I I don't know. I don't know if there is a solution. Because there's just too, so many. It, well, there's cities like, I think it's down in like Houston or something, where they will just they make it illegal to camp out. Mm-hmm. But then the homeless just migrate to like 
other cities like Portland yeah. or like Seattle and other sanctuary cities. Well, I, I know but. Lindsay's parents moved to Ohio mm-hmm. and you know, I've been telling them the stories that I've seen and they're like, yeah, there's not like you don't see homeless people around here because the police will literally kick them out, out of the city. Like they just, I'm just curious. They like, remove what, them. I'm just curious, like, what the difference... Is Ohio pretty, like... It's they, a swing it, state. Okay. Ohio is a swing state. I'm just curious what, why those cities are more harsh on the homeless than others. Because I think they look at your L.A., your Portland's, your Seattle's, mm-hmm. and it's just like, look at it. Look at the mess. Like, I don't yeah. see... I don't understand how people live in Portland. Where your car gets broken into or your converters get stolen. And it's like, why would you live here? Yeah. I had a, this is, this is one of the weirdest things. Cause, um, sorry, this has taken up the episode, (laughs) but Mm -mm. no, it's all good. We're just catching up. It was like three 30 in the morning and Mm -hmm. I am like, I patrol three the like only three Wincos in uh portland yeah and they close at midnight and open up at 5 a.m winco is normally a 24-hour grocery store Mm -hmm. they have to close at midnight because in may each location had a minimum of two shootings inside the store what in like in portland yes what the hell? So that is why they close at midnight. So I was driving around. Like, you get these homeless people, like, banging on the front door, like, let me in, you're 24 hours. And it's like, no, they haven't been 24 hours since May. Um, mm-hmm. Like, the beginning of May, like, end of April, beginning of May. And, like, you have to tell them to leave and they're like this is a 24 hour store I don't have to leave it's like no you do you're technically loitering right now they are closed and you have to point them to the sign and they're like oh fuck you and stuff <laughs> and well where I was going with this is that at 3.30am there were a group of African American people like six of them and it looked like they were shooting like some sort of music video or something okay <laughs> and like I didn't want to bother them so I just sat there and waited and, you know, I was like, okay, we'll, we'll give them, you know, 10 minutes and then we'll have to go and talk to them. So 10 minutes go by. They're still like technically loitering in the parking lot. Are you like alone? Yes. Patrol? Oh, okay. Yes. So it's, yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> um, so like I drive up there close to them and they like all run back to their cars and like they're <laughs> starting their cars. And then one guy gets out and he's like fuck you pig and i'm like bro i'm not even a cop <laughs> like i don't even <laughs> look like a cop he, and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna get justice on you for george floyd i'm like whoa i'm like what i was like yeah no i'm not even gonna go to this situation i'm just gonna remove myself i'm just gonna leave <laughs> so i just moved on to the next patrol and i'm just like you know i don't look like a cop i'm not like it's a prius with patrol on the side. <laughs> and I look like a security guard. <laughs> Do they even give you training or anything? No. It's like, that's so weird. And it, it, I, I just left the situation because I'm just like, I'm not going to, like, obviously my presence is escalating the situation. Yeah. And it's also like, and it could, it's not worth it. Well, it's just, no, none of this is worth it. Like, it's like you're gonna almost get stabbed by a crackhead for not letting him use your phone or he doesn't believe you smoke (laughs) or a person thinks with all the tension going on right now like he was more than likely drunk he seemed drunk um but like that whole situation is like why I haven't even done anything. I yeah, haven't even no, talked to him yet. It's just the no. It's the preview authority and yeah. It is like whoa. The idea of security is connected to yeah. It's weird. It, it's crazy. 
I like that you went from like, oh, I don't want to sell tires anymore, and then just did this, which seems like so much more stressful. <laughs> well, I've wanted to be a cop. I have. I yeah. And so I, I thought, you know, maybe, you know, working security you... will get me some some uh, experience. And then this security company that works in Portland, like, patrols multiple areas. I was like, oh, cool. I'll get to learn how to, like, patrol stuff and stuff like that. And it's like, holy shit. I'm like, how does... It's crazy out there. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't... it's funny because we have, like, patrol people around our stopping center, too, and it's uh-huh. like, why... I mean, sometimes you wonder, like, why don't they do more? But then in in the some case, too, you, you see, oh, they're spread thin. They're not actually trained properly. Yeah. And they're also... They probably don't even have a gun or anything. I don't even know, like, no, a you... taser, maybe? So... I am completely unarmed, unequipped. Yeah. Um, I have to use my my voice. Uh-huh. I have to talk people down. Like I'm I'm learning de-escalation processes. Yeah, but, but no one's training you on de-escalation, no. right? Like you're no. just like you're just I'm like just hey, learning on the way. The fire. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. And I think that's also a plague in the police community is the training. Like it's. Yeah, it they is. don't have enough training because people are so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like you said, the why aren't why aren't they doing more? Can they? Well, yeah, what can they do? They're not like technically under any sort of like yeah guidance or it, protections or authority. They really don't have much authority. It's just a guy, really just a designated citizen going around. If you really want to yeah, think that, about it. That, that's what a security guard is, is a citizen just trying to, it, you're basically paid to be a hall monitor. <laughs> yeah. Like a hall monitor for like city yeah. blocks. It's really odd because you want to know what security, like say that homeless guy outside started busting windows and getting violent. Mm-hmm. As a security guard, you're technically not legally eligible to like engage, deal with or, that person. So like, you would have to even call the police. That's that's what you do. You call the police. Yeah. You call the police because they have the legality to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Because say. I was in the situation, the guy's breaking your store window, and I go to grapple him and pin him to the ground. Well, mm-hmm. now that guy can sue me because, oh, I broke a rib, or I have a bruised mm-hmm. rib because you threw me to the ground. And it's like, well, I don't have that legal protection to do that. Like, That's also another thing, too, is that, in a, in a way, the fact that he could, he's being violent and he could sue you, it's mm-hmm. like... Why? Like, no, like, if you're being violent towards property or anything, yeah, and there's an altercation, there should be no room for you to sue. There are like, some security guards, like the company I work for, they will, like, put you through the training to be able to mm-hmm. do that, like, citizens arrest that guy. Yeah. But you have to get the training. Mm-hmm. You have to get the certification to do it. Have you thought about taking, like, a self-defense course or anything? Because I thought even just thought about taking oh uh, yeah like you know oh yeah i've thought about it um it's definitely hard to find time to do it right now in my head oh god yeah because it's like fuck dude i gotta get sleep you know i need to figure out a time to eat (laughs) like it's really weird like graveyards are really weird um oh uh oh you good uh-oh. I think Sam... Did Sam huh? drop? I think you lost... I don't oh, did I, I lose? You. Oh, I maybe. Know. We'll see once it syncs up. Um, but no, I, it... I, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've thought about taking a self-defense course. I'm pretty I mean, confident I, in I, myself, like, just right now, but it's like, when you're going up against somebody that's high, yeah. it's not going to go well. No. So it's, I mean, dude, we could look into it. That'd be kind of fun to take like oh, a yeah. martial arts course or something. Just take like jujitsu. <laughs> I would love to do jujitsu. Yeah, I mean, um, I would just think it'd be fun to actually do one because like it'd be nice to know at least just the basics. Yeah, because jujitsu like to... is one of the 
least hostile martial arts. Well, it's all about grappling, really. Yes, right? it's like yeah. grappling and subduing. Yeah. You can like tear people's ligaments and muscles and stuff, but there's no striking involved. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. you don't strike people, and that's where you can really get in trouble. Um, there's not like kicks in jujitsu. I thought there were like kicks and such. Well, but yeah, but like it's the focus of grappling and like yeah, pinning yeah, yeah. them. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's like I've had one situation where the guy's like, "Fucking fight me, fight me." <laughs> I'm like, "No, <laughs> like why would I fight you?" <laughs> and then you got to call non-emergency and be like, "Hey, I got a guy that's wanting to fight people out here," and they're like, "Okay, well." we'll get somebody out there and then it's like the guy's 30 just 30 minutes later well yeah exactly it's like the guy's just like rambling on and wanting to fight people and then the cop shows up and then the guy runs off <laughs> and then the cop's just like okay I'm out it's like okay <sighs> yeah it's just such a hard it's crazy it is crazy until you get out there and see it Mm-hmm. there was a guy I guess who came into our store and I think I guess he, like, locked himself in the bathroom before we got, like, locks in the bathroom where we can just open them up. Mm-hmm. And they, like, he was in there and they told him, like, like hey, you've been in there for, like, 30 minutes. Oh, like, <laughs> and so, and he's, like, yelling at them, like, I'm not done. And they open it and he's just standing on the toilet. Like, he's not even doing anything. He's just standing on the toilet. Yeah. And just, like, staring up at the ceiling because he's high as hell. Yep. And eventually he just left, but I think they did a non-emergency report or something description mm-hmm. but it's like what, what do you even do like especially in that situation because retail workers they're not they're just fucking minimum wage workers yeah who just have to deal with this shit yeah and it's, there's no one around to kind of we don't have security we don't even have there's not even like cameras in the store it's just mm-hmm. it's so odd yeah and it's like i it's crazy man it's crazy out there <laughs> yeah well i don't i don't even know i couldn't even do what that security that would stress me out so bad yeah i mean i'm sure you're stressed too but it's just like oh I yeah could, like i had to deal with i've never been so stressed out in my life and you're still like, doing it yeah <laughs> um and it's like you're trying to yeah it's just hard it's hard to figure it out because it's like there's so many possibilities well, you don't know anyone there too, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's no. that's the thing. It's, it's not like you've gained like n- people around, like stores, store owners, or anything, or yeah, just people you see. It's like you're just going in there. It's kind of like this outside source, which doesn't help. Like with like law enforcement, it helps if they're connected to their community in some way. Yeah, it just makes it easier for everything. Like I just because at least they know that you don't, you aren't there just to like bust their balls. You're there, yeah, to actually make sure everything's going smoothly like portland is just it's something else man like it's it's just crazy i don't get why people even like portland right now no I'm like i was like what are you doing i don't want to go there like, there's some cool things in portland but other parts are just like what the fuck is this like yeah like uh Lindsay and i went to the saturday market mm-hmm. a few weekends ago and it's bad on the waterfront with homeless people or houseless yeah. people. Well, it's really sad, right? Like, because there's these no, there's no legislation going on to like fix it. It's just piling up more and more, and all you see are almost like these reformations, like yeah. helping them, the homeless in some way. Like, we won't kick them off the property, or we won't like we'll give them needles, and it's just like, what are you talking about? What about the people who live here are paying mm-hmm. god awful rent? And now yeah. they're not even like they don't even feel comfortable like walking their dog at night. Because yeah, there's just homeless people outside their apartment building. I uh, oh fuck, there was this. We were walking on the waterfront underneath the trees, and there mm-hmm. were like a group of like five. I'm just gonna say sketchy people, like mm-hmm. sitting on the bench and on the ground, and like they just start to like like we're walking by. And they're just like, hey, what are you guys doing? Why are you in front of us? And I'm just like, I'm not like Lindsay's like, what was that about? And I'm like, I have no idea. Just keep walking. And then we like turn around. We get to the end, turn around. We're walking like 
close to him and I'm like, nah, we're going to go like, we're going to loop around. And mm-hmm. then I start to turn us and the guy's like, fuck you, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're just out there walking, trying yeah, exactly. to enjoy the cherry blossom trees and the water. And it's like, and you got these people with like clothes stacked on their bicycles, like just yelling like at us. Very turf and shit. It's yeah. It's like, what? But again, that's like paranoia from drugs and all yeah. that and withdrawals. It's just. And then who knows how many other, like just homeless people. Like, there was a report of. I saw this on K2 um, that this one houseless person at a camp stabbed and killed one houseless person and burned their body in a fire. <laughs> I'm just like... Keep Portland weird, I guess. And, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and reports were that this camp was supposed to be cleaned out and moved, and it's still there. Yeah. Like, what is going well, on? Well, it's also... It doesn't help that Portland was huge for the whole defund the police movement. Mm-hmm. And so, not only... Are they spread thin in general? I, as I understand it, like there's in certain cities, like I think LA too, they're so understaffed that a lot of the regular police are dealing with like bigger charges, like homicides mm-hmm. and murders. And, well, Portland, and so their police like do not patrol mm. because they are twenty four seven on calls, driving from okay. one call to the next. So that's also why it takes them so long to like come to a call because they're already dealing with another thing. And it's like, like you said, they're understaffed. Well, not to mention even just like different like Antifa in Portland, which isn't all Portland. I believe there's a certain part of Portland that's basically shut off because of Antifa, Mm -hmm. but um, it doesn't help. Like there's just means more and more is going on in Portland. Yeah. And that's just downtown. Like, it could also be the outskirts of Portland, too. Oh, yeah. Max stations, public transport, and all that. And um, yeah, no, it's... Every law enforcement officer spread thin, so it's like the calls are just not getting answered. Yeah. And no one wants to be a cop right now, either. So that's No. No, because even with the security position, I'm, like, rethinking shit. Like... Yeah. It's like, oh, is, oh, for sure. Is it worth losing my life to a crackhead? Well, at least around here, especially, yeah. you know, like maybe like if you move to another state yeah. that like has more, but I guess res- not respect for the police, but you know, but even then, and- like it's yeah, everywhere. It's, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, even that situation with the African-American person wanting yeah. to quote unquote, get revenge for George Floyd for against <laughs> like, dude, some person, like, like, like <laughs> against somebody they don't even know. Like. Oh, you're white and you're in a car that says patrol. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, what? Mm-hmm. man, I feel like it would be different if you gave me the chance to talk to you for a second. Well, exactly, right? It's like, oh, yeah. hey, guys, what are you doing? Yeah. Can I be in your music video? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, uh. yeah. It, it's crazy. And, like, that's the only thing I can say is just, it's crazy. Well, it, what else can you say? There's, it's, Especially because you're basically just a citizen. Yeah. Just in this situation. You yeah. don't really have much authority. I don't even know, like, what are you even expected to do? Like, what is the security? They expect you just to... You're I'm expected to report. You. You're expected to report stuff. You, I'm surprised they even, like, say you can go and talk to them in a way. You technically don't even have to. Ooh. Legally, as a security guard, you do not have to interact with anyone or anything. You just have to report it. But hmm. the thing is, too, is, like, will you keep your job if you don't, like, remove these people? Probably not. The company probably won't keep you. But legally, you don't have to interact with them. Well, it, that's a... Okay. It, okay. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's, like, it's a hard, well, do I or do I not? Well, that just sounds like a weird company loophole where they can say you didn't handle the situation properly. It's, well, I'm not obligated to handle it properly because... Yeah. I'm not trained properly, so yeah, it's it, really shitty. Yeah, it's. I'm just surprised you're doing it still. Like honestly, I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Well, not no. just for your like, just not even just the safety part of it, like but sanity wise. Like, well, yeah, it's yeah. like you're dealing with these fucking crackheads, and 
yeah. it's like the second that guy like threatened me to like stab my neck with a screwdriver i've been like okay i'm leaving yeah (laughs) i'm out it's one of those situations where it's like like i've definitely been thinking about it because it's like yeah i mean i wouldn't blame you no one would blame you damn it's like what the fuck it's only been two Mm -hmm. and a half weeks (laughs) did you do you still work at the gym or no 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 it's not it's not worth working at the gym because it's literally minimum wage and like I don't know. I don't want to work like, two jobs. <laughs> well, is it minimum wage and like, like not that many hours? Well, either? it's part time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I think yeah. I'm I'm full time. So yeah. I work a bit. But yeah, no. It's the the homeless crisis. You know, you watch K two News, and they might talk about like that murder situation. Mm-hmm they move on from it within 30 seconds and then they start talking about a puppy riding a seal in Maine <laughs> in Maine ha- right, yeah. all the way on the other side of the country yeah oh look look these puppies are interacting with seals it's so pretty it's like well that's why are, I feel like I feel like sorry people go, oh, n- no you, my bad I was just saying that I don't trust huge news networks anymore or even like pay attention to them because it's just like that like they, they brush over important issues yeah and actual actual news and go to this dumb charity event it's like bitch yeah. i don't give a fuck like, tell me about what's happening in portland what the actual mayor is thinking of doing to fix the problems oh nothing well let's get some heat on them so he actually does something that's where like, i was gonna go independent journalists are so important it's yeah like why nowadays. why didn't k2 start talking about oh how many vehicles have been stolen and torched in portland and oh what's going on with the houseless crisis or how many homeless people are dying every week or Mm -hmm. you know report that because you know what that's going to change the votes well that doesn't even help too that uh fucking the lockdown escalated the homeless crisis too especially and even the opioid crisis so Mm -hmm. more people became homeless and more people became addicted to opioids and more people are i think there's record numbers of overdoses every day i think it's like 300 americans die every day from overdoses Mm -hmm. it's like you fucking kidding me like imagine that that's crazy yeah and no one's doing anything about it no and all they're focusing on is oh are you double masking it's like shut the fuck up and focus on actual crises stop virtue signaling did you get your first vaccine shot yet (laughs) Dude, that's what happened the day at work. I was going to tell you about it. So a guy comes in and he's not wearing a mask. And like, I don't give a shit mm-hmm. at this point. I w- I, I've never told someone to put on a mask because I don't think it's my place. Yeah. First of all, if they come into the store, they, they're if the manager or someone else wants to do it. Hey, that's your God given right. Go ahead. But this guy comes in and I'm like, I do. I did ask. Like, he's like, I don't have a mask or anything. I'm like, oh, did you want one? I do have them. And he's like, like I'm just asking him because yeah. he mentioned it. And he's like. Oh, I mean, I, I'm inoculated. Like, I can show you my card if you want. I'm like, I don't, I don't really. It's like, nah, honestly, I, I think you're fine. Yeah. Um, technically, we're not supposed to make him put on a mask either. So, like, we can ask. See, isn't that supposed. weird? Like, why even fucking ask? Why like, even we can't have the anything. mandate? It's so dumb. But anyway, so we go through, and he's just picking up some chairs. And he was actually really nice. Like, he uh-huh. talked about, he's like, oh, I'll just stay near the entrance to make sure people don't feel uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, that's nice of you. Um, so I got the chairs and I ring him up and he was like saying, he's like, I just don't really get like, why can I go to like a McMinimums and not have to wear a mask? But then here, you know, you do. I'm like, sir, yeah. you are preaching to the choir here. Like, <laughs> I tell him that, like, I understand. Like, I think it's all just silly and weird and I don't understand it all. And then he kind of got like conspiratorial with me. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, they're not actually dying from COVID. They're dying from pneumonia. I'm like, I haven't really looked into it, but I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> as a thought. I'm like, yeah. I get what he's saying. Like. COVID just spikes these like comorbidities, which everyone hears about and all that shit. But it's just so it's funny because my manager came up. He's like, did that guy put on a mask? I'm like, well, I didn't ask him to. I offered him one, but I didn't make him do it. Yeah. And I th- it's uh, it's just funny. Yeah. Because other people will like always preach like even some of my coworkers are even words would say earlier in the week. Like why is they don't understand like what's up with the mask mandate but then someone comes in without a mask and they'll be like did you ask them i'm like no i didn't ask them like what do you yeah no i had like i'll some every once in a while i had this one random guy come up to me while i was in my car and he's like 
hey, uh, this was on the job, <laughs> not just randomly. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, do they allow or like, do we have to wear a mask if we're vaccinated? And I was like, I don't know. You'll have to go ask somebody working inside the Winco. And he's like, okay, yeah. He's like, because I got, I'm like fully vaccinated and everything. I'm like, oh, nice. And he's like, what do you think about the vaccination? <laughs> I was just like, <sighs> you know, I think it's a vaccination. That's all I told him. And, he, and he's just like, well, have you gotten it yet? And I'm like, no, not yet. And he's just like, why? Why haven't you gotten it yet? And I'm like, uh, just because I haven't scheduled a time. And he's just like, oh, well, you know, I really think you should get it because I think it'll save all of us. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll, you know, work in this job. It's kind of hard to plan a time yeah. right now. Yeah, and, yeah. and he's just like, oh, yeah, no, I, I get it, man. And he's like, but, I, you know, I just I really think you should get it. And I'm like, oh, well, thank you. Thank you for le- looking out for me. <laughs> like, you have to be so nice to people. Like, what do you, you even know, say to that? Like, he's not being no, rude. No. It, like, and, you know, yeah. I just told him, you, you know, hey, thank you for looking out for me. You yeah. know, thank you. And he's just like, oh, yeah, no problem. He, he's like, all right, I'll I'll leave. And I'm like, okay, you have a good day. He's like, you too. And, you know, <laughs> it, it's just like so I think that's weird. A, it's just odd that they, they feel like it's their almost like their duty to inform you that you should get vaccinated. Yeah. It's like, we understand the risk to guys. We're not stupid. We understand how antibodies and vaccines mm-hmm. work. Why don't you just, you know, <laughs> I and let live. It's like, I've wondered, you know, being so exposed to houseless people, like the COVID death count. Mm-hmm. I want to know how many of that is houseless people. Uh, because like, you're using the PC term. <laughs> I've kind of almost been like switched into doing it because like That's when I'm writing funny. reports, like I have to put that in there. Oh, okay. um, so it's almost like becoming second nature to refer them as that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, with how deadly they've talked up the virus, like why aren't those people laying dead in the streets or mm-hmm. are they, and we don't know about it. They probably actually have really good immune systems though. If we're really thinking about it, just living on the streets, oh. like oh. covered in dirt all the time. I mean, they're not dead. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. But it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. I just, the idea for me is if you want to get, if you're worried about COVID, get the vaccine. Yeah. If you're not, don't get the vaccine. See, it's, that's where I'm at. I'm like, you know, I'm 23. I'm yeah. physically fit. I'm really uh-huh. healthy. I don't hardly ever get sick. I don't see a reason that I have to go you and get it right now. You already had COVID. I you actually do believe it. I had it at one point. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I do. Which they say the antibodies are more effective than the vaccines. So. Yeah. But like, I just... I'm a healthy individual. I don't think right now, I'm not going to say I'm never going to get it. I just don't think right now mm-hmm. I need it. Well, and the idea too is that you're not, so, uh, that's an argument for yourself and their ideas. Like, well, you could be passing it to someone else. I'm like, yeah, sure. But that's with anything. And how yeah. much we live for it in a fairly rural area. You're not commuting in yeah. a public transport every fucking day. Like someone in the city. Now, if I, was immunocompromised or hung oh, out yeah. with people who were immunocompromised, yeah, exactly. I would get it. But I don't. I don't well, ever see those people. I don't know anybody that knows those people. Like, you yeah, know. It, that's kind of how it was with me, too. I wasn't worried for my safety. I did it for, like, my grandparents who lived yeah. next door so I could see them. And then they got it, too. So I'm like... What's well, also funny is I've had people at work, customers, coworkers, whatever, and they'll say those oh like they talk about vaccines and they mentioned that trump supporters don't get vaccinated i'm like no my whole family like yeah. my grandparents voted for trump mm-hmm. and they're like and they're like looking at me like oh and i'm like and they got vaccinated and they're like what i'm like it's not political no, it's, it's like not. a it's just it's a situational thing if you if they wanted to see their family so they got vaccinated they yep. didn't want to worry about it so they got vaccinated well i think it's not a political thing like 
Trump got the vaccine. Like, don't, yeah. why are you making it like, yeah. <laughs> don't make it a political statement. It's a health statement. And so everyone's health situation is different. Mm-hmm. Someone that's also people who vote for Trump probably are more live in a more rural area. So not around people. Yeah. So they probably don't need the vaccine as much as other people like in the city where like the institutions are. Uh-huh. It's just. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you lived in a city, you'd be more inclined to yeah. see everyone else in the city getting the vaccine. Oh, why wouldn't I get the vaccine? Well, let's be honest too. I, th- I would rather live out in the country than in a city right now. Anyway, yeah. look at the cities. The only like decent city right now is like Oregon city, I guess is look, okay. Look, at, look at what I'm but, talking like, about with Portland right at, now. Yeah. Look, look, no, look at Portland and look at Salem, the whole bastions of democracy mm-hmm. in Oregon. It's like, they are cesspools. Yes. Especially Salem. Like, Oh my God, who would want to live in Salem? You know how bad like the trashes in Portland. It's terrible. Like, it is I just terrible. saw a little bit. This guy like walked, th- I, I, he was like to get to Fred Myers, he had to walk like through a tunnel of trash, basically. Yeah. It looked like a ditch of cardboard that he had to walk yeah. through. I'm like, oh, I'm glad there wasn't a homeless person there. I'm mad at him for stepping on his job. It's just like. Well, that's, that's literally what it is. It's one man's trash is another man's trash. Yeah. But they think it's treasure. <laughs> But it's just it's garbage. It's just garbage. Like, oh, you know how big? Okay, so I don't think I've ever seen a rat before in my entire life. Like an actual <laughs> rat. Yeah, they get huge. Dude, like they come out at 3 a.m. And dude, they, dude, they I saw you. a colony of rats outside <laughs> of one of these Winco's in the parking lot. And they were like... They were like the size of Lindsay's cat, dude. Like they were huge. It's like World War Z, but like rats, just like. Mm. Yeah. Like, there's a video of a rat like eating a pigeon or something oh. in New York. Where it like just it tackles the pigeon, mm-hmm. just like starts gnawing on it. It's terrifying. Dude, they're so big. Well, they have so much trash to eat now. Yeah. Too, so they just eat. Rats are actually like it's really weird. They have like a hierarchy too, mm-hmm. like socially. There's like there was a documentary about it. I'm pretty sure, but I've heard that they actually they'll send the the younger, dumber rats to like investigate something to see if it's poisonous, <laughs> and then they'll eat it. And then the if the rat dies, the older ones won't will avoid it. And then the the but if that's so fine, funny. They'll be like, see it's a food source. Yeah, like they 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 have a hierarchy. Ugh. It's really weird, and they're actually really smart. Yeah. So. Yeah, for a rodent. No, I. I don't know. Like, I understand why people have to live in Portland because there's not really anywhere else. Especially, you don't want a long commute either. Yeah, it's. But like, it's annoying. I feel like if you had the choice, most people would not live in Portland if they had the choice. Yeah, if I had the choice to like, if I had to like go to school and like live in Portland or like go out of state, I'd probably go out of state. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Nicer town, like a smaller town that has a nice university. It's like, yeah. why not? Yeah, like it's adventure and it's also. I've even been thinking be about like long term. Like, do I even want to stay in Oregon? That's what's yeah. I thought about that too. It's tough though because all my family's here. Yeah, like, and so that's the only thing. Like that's but, also my question too. But it's like, I don't think it's worth staying in this state in the long run, or at least not maybe the northwest state. You know, like yeah, you could go more south or maybe Redland too. Yeah, Redland, Redmond, Redland, Redmond, one of them. Redland, it's yeah, more, yeah, it's more it's conservative south. and yeah. Actually, I, I always, I enjoyed going to, I think it was Eastern Oregon whenever I've gone. Like, they're really cool over there. Especially they're, like, Sisters. Sisters is beautiful. Se- yeah, Central so, Oregon. Like, around that area. Yeah, Central Oregon. Yeah. So pretty. Yeah, it's pretty nice out Coastal there. Coastal Oregon. Coastal Oregon is actually really pretty conservative. Yeah. Or can be, so. Yeah. Anyway. So, this episode was brought to you by Portland Looks Like Shit. No. <laughs> Hayden Security Detail. That's what I'll name the episode. Portland Looks Like Shit. Yeah. There is an Instagram account called Portland Looks Like Shit, so check that out. Oh. Have you ever checked that out? I think I've heard of it. Oh, dude, um, go through it. It is, it's saucy, and it's I think crazy. I think anyone that wants to look at the bad side of Portland, look at that Instagram account. In two minutes, you'll be like, "Why do they just allow this?" It's also just sad, though. 
if you really think about it. Because Portland was really... I don't know. I remember going there when I was younger, like 12 or something, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it was fun, like, going to the art museum and everything. And, like, sure, there were homeless people then, but it's nothing like how it is now. No. Like, so. if you look well, at Omsi... Even just, like, five years ago, it's not nearly as yeah. bad. You look at Omsi, yeah. and back when I was in elementary school doing the field trips down there, yeah. was awesome. Now, you've got homeless camps surrounding the fence of omsi they've they've, really? they've put never... up a fence near omsi and wow. you've got homeless people living under the bridges and right outside the fence <laughs> of omsi like i have n- i haven't been there in so long omsi that's actually sad because omsi is really dope yeah even now like they have those really cool exhibits too bad it's like yeah cesspool the area has such good restaurants too that's what's sad yeah. Like there's really good like Lebanese restaurant that serves like great uh like Mediterranean food mm-hmm. and then, like there's other just burger joints and such. It's actually a really cool area. But yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully this there's some sort of shift in Well, I don't think there will be a shift until like we said news outlets report this stuff. Yeah, which won't be which won't happen until they realize that's what people actually want. Yeah, so because you report that, there will be a swing in votes. Well, you do see that though too. You see people, people. You see news outlets like especially after Trump, after like Biden got into office. Mm-hmm. You see people paying attention more to independent sources like podcasts or even just like independent journalists on yeah. like YouTube and social media. And all these other ones like K2 or CNN and MSNBC like, or the affiliates are losing views rapidly. It's cr- it, like really badly. Especially well, I think after Trump, Trump so. I think Trump brought a lot of oh, views yeah. to mainstream media. Yeah, they brought the, it, he brought them so much money. He was like yeah. the best thing that ever happened to them. And now that he's gone, they don't know what to do. So, yeah, because Biden can't say a complete <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Falls down the stairs and then there's harris who's like the worst diplomat in the world so, so funny <laughs> you, you know guys voted a, for it <laughs> you know we sell a uh we sell have you seen those things where they make action figures of politicians it's no awful. <laughs> no yeah, we have one of harris i'm like why are we having a kamala harris <laughs> you know figure. they have a qu- they have quotes on the side of them you know what her oh, quote is um her qu- <laughs> life sentence <laughs> yeah here we go <laughs> Uh, no, it, it's it could just be ha 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 since she laughs all the time. Oh, um, yeah. But no, it's I'm speaking. That I'm literally oh, serious because that's what she said during the Pence debate. She kept repeating I'm speaking, uh, I'm speaking. It's like that's not a quote. No, it's a statement. But that's what uh, someone made a joke saying like, uh, asking a what was it, Harris, and there was like you know that. Um, that like meme where it shows like the guy pressing the buttons and he doesn't know which one to press. Yeah. And like one says like, give an actual political well thought out response. And then the other one says, just laugh again. Oh no. <laughs> <It was> <laughs> <Harris>. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Well, anywho, that was a good episode. There we go. Maybe right, guys, we'll try to, maybe you maybe guys will try to research how bad portland actually is after this maybe hayden will live stream from his prius that'd be kind of cool but be kind of weird it's probably (laughs) against company policy maybe (laughs) no but no yeah all right all righty see you guys Uh, yes see you sometime soon sometime (laughs) (laughs) all right bye